Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast. And in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast and thank you so much for listening. So since we're in the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast, I want to touch a bit on the safety aspect of it. Especially, it's a perfect segue with your last example. So the commercial vehicle, even if it is red, I have the privilege, I bought the privilege from the city. So I would just drive past the uh, red light because I'm privileged. How would the safety be taken care of in your system? Do you have a safety concept for such a such an infrastructure algorithm? This one is important to talk about, as, as you uh, said before. Um, I think that, first of all, I want to talk about the biggest, probably the biggest argument or discussion, or when we're talking about vehicles and cities, each and every one of them is looking at different values. And those values are kind of the two parallel lines that never meet. So it's kind of fascinating, I think, to understand what the OEM or what the car manufacturer think and what cities think. Because if you go backwards, the entire V2X thing came from the car manufacturer that says, we want to increase safety. And if we will deploy something on the roadside in potential risky place, um, that can increase safety. So they came to cities and they said, you're going to deploy those devices, you're going to pay for them and you're going to maintain them. What they didn't understand that if, if you look at things from the city side, things look much different. Because if you'll ask cities what is one of their main problems or challenges, that's congestion. In a way, they want to invest in road capacity or in throughput. Because that's also something that we appreciate. There's also some psychological aspects for this. If now a, a certain city is building a new road, we all enjoy it. We know how to evaluate it in a day after. If now a certain city will tell you that they deployed some thingies around the, ro- the road, and instead of two accidents last year, there was one accident, meaning the accident dropped in 50%. How are you going to look at this? Are you going to evaluate this? Or are you going to look at this like, you know, okay, that's nice to have. So most cities that we met with, and by the way, you can simply look at their financial statements, how much money is allocated to safety and how much money is allocated to road capacity. And then you'll see that cities are, they investing a lot in road capacity. They do not invest a lot in safety. And therefore, when the OEMs back then came to the cities and says, you're going to deploy those things across the road and, and, and uh, maintain them, that was not not very appealing request uh, from the city side. And that's why it was stuck. And until today, we have the same debate. Until today, the OEMs coming to cities and asking them to deploy this stuff, and they surprised every time why cities not keen to deploy this thing because it's increased safety. So I think that we need to understand a different interest. And once we understand this fundamental different interests that we have to those two uh, um, different domains in a way that until today they haven't spoke. There was no communication whatsoever. Um, Whoever managed the traffic, which is the traffic lights, that by the way, it's a simply automation of police officers of back in the days, 
they have no relationship whatsoever with whoever used the road, which is the pedestrians and the vehicles. Now, what we are trying to do is to communicate and to bridge this gap, to manage the traffic flow based on the actual demand of the road users. Road users are everyone. It's not just the vehicles, it's also the pedestrians. Because if you are pushing the push button, the traffic light controller doesn't know if there's like 100 pedestrians there or even or only one. He doesn't know if you finish crossing, if there's an elderly person that takes him some more time. And he doesn't even know if it's safe for you to cross with a vehicle when it gives you the, red the green light, because maybe someone else is going to now run the red light from the other side and he's going to hit you. So in a way, traffic lights are an authority that's supposed to, to tell you it's safe for you to go. Here's a green light. Effectively, it doesn't happen because they have no idea if it's really safe for you. And this is why about 40% of accidents happen in intersections. So it became the most unsafe place on the road. A lot of things that we can speak about in related to increasing safety. First and foremost is how do you allow those two domains to speak? How do you take in consideration a vehicle that's apparently about to run the red light and you are asking from the vehicle in the other side to wait because it's not safe for him yet to go? This is more fundamental stuff. And there is complete correlation between wrong traffic light timing to accident. If the cycles are too short, people becoming anxious, they're driving in a red light. So there's a lot of things related to this. Uh, most pedestrians think that the push buttons are not actually working. And from the city side, they're paying a lot of money for them. We're talking about thousands of dollars of being paid uh, for those push buttons and even more. A lot of cities have maintenance people that go in once a month and push all those push buttons in every intersection just to make sure that they're working. Now, just imagine the other side, we are coming to the intersection, we say, ah, you know, it's crap, it doesn't connect it to anything. So providing the right service to everyone in, this, in the vicinity of the intersection, allowing everyone uh, to get and to enjoy a much safer environment, this is kind of the basic. On top of this, we can talk about some other verticals or some other layers, how we mm. can increase safety, um, how we can provide more data to vehicles that are approaching to the intersection. I think that one of the main reasons for traffic uh, accidents, specifically when we're talking about red light runners, I don't believe that most people are criminals. That's why I don't believe also in red light cameras. I do believe that we don't have enough data to get to the right decision. Meaning, when you are driving toward an intersection and you have no idea what's the distance, no idea when the traffic light is going to change, and you don't really know what's the accurate speed. But even if you knew all of this, it took you a fair amount of time to sit and calculate whether you can make it or not. So just think about it that in the morning when you choose your shirt, you have more time to take this kind of decision than the time that you have in every day on the road that you need to decide whether you're gonna make it or not. And sometimes we take the wrong decision and therefore we have accidents.